because all I could think of was I was going to get eaten by a bear or attacked by a bunch of coyotes, and uh, and so I was just so distracted by that thought. But I mean, I do, of course, I do enjoy nature and appreciate God's creation, but it, it's just not the same to me that way. Mm-hmm. So he just comes with me, yeah. and I protect him from the bears. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And today we are blessed to have Matt and Josie Jaggers back on the podcast to talk about having more Christ in our marriages. Matt and Josie, they've taken over the Couples Conversation Project at Family Life, and they have developed a great one for December to help Mm -hmm. us think about how we can be more intentional about growing in our relationship with God. Now, if you're like, what is this couple's conversation thing that they're talking about? (laughs) Let us give you just a a brief definition or what they're really about. It's a free resource from Family Life Canada that provides couples with a short video, a little write-up, date ideas, and then some questions for a conversation regarding a specific topic that was covered in all of those different things. They are short they're fun. They're actually really a great way to connect with our spouse on more than just the weather or the to-do list or all yes. those. Just hey, those are important conversations. Well, the, <laughs> the, the to-do list uh, before we get well, but, the weather sometimes how to dress the kids. You know, that's fair. That's fair. But sometimes yeah. you know we're like, oh, I wish I could have a. Another conversation on deeper things yeah. or what's happening in your life or just something else to, for that connection. More of a that, heart conversation. Yeah, that's what these are really all about is providing couples with an opportunity to, to do that. Yeah, I know for, for me, sometimes it's hard because you're like, well, I want that. I just don't know what to mm, talk about. And so this provides it. And there's some great conversations and really great topics. It is. So yeah, so we're going to put a link to this couple's conversation in our show write-up. But if you'd like to see the previous couple's conversations, check out FamilyLifeCanada.com and type couple's conversation in the search bar. That's right. That's right. Well, without further ado, let's head on over to our conversation. We are once again really excited to welcome back Matt and Josie Jaggers. Well, again, welcome back, back Matt and Josie. <laughs> We're excited to have you back once again for another week to uh, talk about the couple's conversation. And before we get into that conversation, though, there we're like right around the Christmas, well, corner from Christmas. Like, I'm so excited. I can't even, I can't even say I, I love Christmas. Okay. Like Christmas is just one of my favorite times of year. We have a big family sleepover and I just want our house packed with people. And anyways, I love Christmas. It is, it is a lot of fun, but I was wondering, do you have any like favorite Christmas snacks or a favorite Christmas story or, or, or yeah, tradition food? Yeah. How's Christmas in the, in the Jagger family? Yeah, how's it? Yeah, well, it's great to be back with you guys for, uh, on this podcast. So yeah, we're we, Christmas is an exciting time for us as well. I'm with Christmas. you, Sheldon. I love Christmas. Yeah. I cannot wait. Uh, Remembrance Day ends and my the tree goes up. Yeah, yeah, and so and yeah, so our house is decorated already, and then. Uh, thankfully, no Christmas carols have started yet. So I, uh, Whoa. Course, you know, sorry, December. I have to cut you off. I am sorry. Thankfully, no Christmas carols. Are you there? You can sing Christmas carols in July. Like this, there's nothing wrong with a good Christmas carol. 
we'll start them in December. Yeah, that was that was part of negotiating. Like I could start the decorating, um, but After, Christmas yeah. carols had to start Later in December. Yeah. yeah, it's a good deal. Yeah, I, I agree uh, with but, you, Matt. That you can only handle so much. They're they're lovely for a season, and then then you move on to other things. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean Christmas. I mean. I mean, all food is just incredible yeah. at Christmas time. Yeah. So I food mean, is yeah. just a, a big deal in yeah. my family growing up, in particular. And so, yeah, food is a yeah. I mean, Josie is a she grew up working in a bakery with her her mom, and so boy, Christmas baking around here is just always phenomenal. So anything to do with baking that's uh, sounds good to me. So, but uh, yeah, traditions would. I guess some of the traditions we have, like we always have Christmas together as a family with, well, we always go back to our hometown that we grew up in because we both grew up in the same town. And then we visit both our families. But on Josie's side of the family, we always have all the cousins and uh, her sisters and we're all together. And we have a lot of fun times mm-hmm. together. I think we, we've gotten the habit of every year doing family games. And so just to make it a little bit more appealing to the younger generation, we have we use it like digital games and so we have this one platform i think it's jackbox games or something like that and so we do it's called drawful and so every christmas that's been a a tradition right now it's lots of laughs and and, uh, been a great experience for us and uh oh do you want to share about pajamas oh right so ever since well for years now, my mom buy all the grandchildren PJs for Christmas. And so we have this years, yeah, ongoing for the last however many years, pictures of each year with the kids growing up Mm -hmm. um, with their new PJs on. And so our all our kids, my sisters, we all have three kids. And our kids have grown up together since they were newborn babies. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. Christmas is the one time we all get together and celebrate. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so are the pajamas matching or are they all different? Well, I think they're all different. They're different, but there would be one cousin with the same PJs. Okay. So, nice. sort of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's at least some twinning going on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. That's, that's awesome. Good. That'd be a good family picture. Like in the, at the end of it all, like years and years yeah. and years, like building that together. I always have aspire to do that, but yeah. then we just haven't. Yeah. Maybe this is the year. Maybe oh I should goodness. go pajama shopping. We say it every year. <laughs> yeah. Well, we tried it one year, but you returned them. So it... well, they didn't all fit. Yeah. And so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a fail. Yeah. But it was yeah. good though. Anyways. Hey, going back to baking. Because there is this baking that takes place in our home. It's called the peanut butter chocolate ball. By far, it's my favorite. I do hog them. Every year I say, I'm not going to eat so many. I get a stomach ache. But every year I still eat too many. And, and he I... doesn't want to share. Well, that's what I said. I hog them. I'm, I'm legit. I know. I know. This is not This is not a good thing about me. But And I'm not saying I hide them in the freezer. I just... I will grab them when no one's looking. So things on top of it, so no one can find it. <laughs> I have to say, Sheldon, uh, chocolate and peanut butter, yeah. the best combo. Yeah. yeah. So I would say I would probably have uh, that same issue. <laughs> it's not, it's not baking, but it's those Lacey's cookies from Costco. Costco? Oh, yeah. have you ever yes. gotten those? They are delicious. Yeah, that that does not last long around here. Yeah, no, no that's, we have to hide those. So anyway. It's it's not even a cookie; it's a chocolate. Like so it's good. a flat chocolate that's just delicious. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't have to make it. 
which is even better. Exactly. You can just buy it. It's fair. Yeah. It's fair. <laughs> but is there one that you could not live without of the baking? baking? Yeah. I, shortbread for me. I love shortbread. And so, yeah, shortbread yeah, would think, be the one Christmas thing that Christmas is not quite complete without a good shortbread. Yeah. And, well, I think for me, it's like the short shortbread with drizzled chocolate on it. Milk chocolate. Oh, okay. so, so good. Yeah. yeah. I like shortbread too. Just I think like sweet, buttery goodness. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think you could bring it up next level. And you know what I'm going to say. And you know what you're going to say. I say this all the time. And all I have to say now around here is go and I go. You know what would take this to the next level? <laughs> and all our kids will like start shaking their head, but score bits. Yeah, he thinks score bits should be on everything. Next level. Yeah, Think no. about Spring, you know, drizzle of chocolate with score bits. Yeah. Yes, I You're... agree. That would be delicious. You're picking up I what I'm look. laying down. I just say it on everything. Bowder <laughs> makes banana bread, and I go, you know what would take this to the next level? Score bits. And then one time she did. And what did you say? I said it was good. I, I, there it is. No, no, that's all you need to say. That's all. <laughs> Point up the next level. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, it's too much fun. Hey, any, uh, and maybe not any funny bloopers at Christmas. You know, Christmas, you, get, you gather all the family together. There can be ups and downs and usually some laughters. But yeah. any, any like where you're like, man, that was a funny year or that happened at Christmas or yeah, any, any funny bloopers. Well, I'm thinking about Christmas because I, I think for every couple, it, it's kind of like the first opportunity to discover just how you are different, right? And then or you get from your you family of origin, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I, our first Christmas, because uh, when we were dating, uh, or, and then when we were engaged, uh, Josie, well, she was away for those Christmases, and so we never celebrated Christmas together. And so this, when we got married, we had our first Christmas together, and so we were exchanging stockings. And in my family growing up, well, the stockings were just something, just like fun little gifts, kind of things like that, right? And so uh, I just remember our first Christmas, uh, I got prepared my stocking. I'm so excited for Josie to go through all the gifts. And and so she pulls out her first thing, and it's like she loved she loves licorice, and uh, at what the time? And so she pulls out this big package of licorice, right? And she's and I'm like, oh, you know, thinking, and she's like, uh, she's kind of giving a weird look at it. Well, then I reach into my stocking and I pull out, open up the gift. And here's like this nice, expensive watch. I'm like, oh. what? <laughs> What's going on? And then, and then Josie reaches in a little again and pulls out. And it's like, like a silly toy, right? Maybe like, I can't remember what it was, like a yo-yo or something like that. And she's like, what in the world? Like, I said, and, thank you. Yeah. And then I, I reach in, pull out the next, and it's like another expensive gift. Like, I don't know, whatever it was, like. And, uh, and so we quickly, I, I'm thinking as I'm opening up these gifts, I'm realizing, uh, okay, I don't think we're on the same page here. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was, uh, I, I think Josie was a bit disappointed with her stocking that year. And so. I don't remember being disappointed. Well, the last thing she pulled out is an orange. You know, at the bottom of it. Always. You know, I pull it. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So. So now I think we do a combo of both. Yeah. Right. We've like, matched it together. Yeah. So a little bit <laughs> one nice thing and some, some you know, chapstick and gum and you know yeah. the yeah. yeah. The essentials. Yeah. The socks or the the razors, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Key to communicate. Though. Yeah. We had to come down to a budget because we had some of that too, where like in your mind you've got this idea. And so you're like, oh, I'm going big. But then the other person isn't on that 
same page and then you're disappointed and it's yeah yeah, yeah. we 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 set a budget beforehand because well was- are you now we don't even set a budget we just buy a big gift together and we're like well this is our christmas gift yeah we're, we bought a canoe this year we're pretty low-key now when in it the comes spring to- and that was our christmas <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're pretty low-key now when it comes to like trying to surprise each other with gifts but <laughs> We do communicate. We set a budget with the kids. Yeah. Um. So that way I don't overspend. I love spending. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I do too. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I like I food say, as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but just clarifying expectations. Uh, that really yeah. helps too. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. So good. Wow. That, that, that would have been interesting to just the realization of you're on the high of giving her licorice and then you're like, oh my goodness, here's this watch. I should be happy for this watch, but I've realized I have not matched. The gift. I have not performed well here. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, that's too, oh, that's too much fun. See, I love Christmas. It just, anyways, it can be a lot of fun. It can be a lot of, I could talk about Christmas this whole podcast. That's not what this one is on. We're going to, switch gears let's let's talk about the couples conversation that we have been uh, that we introduced and titled there which matt and josie you have prepared it and written it for december with family life and you called it more of christ in your marriage we're really excited for for couples to use that product and to yeah engage engage. and have that conversation because it 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 can just make such a difference when we when we just kind of hit pause and have that intentional conversation and check in with each other. I know it makes a huge difference in our relationship. And so we think it's awesome that you guys have created this so that other couples who want to do that too have that opportunity. Right. And so we want to talk about how to have more Christ in our individual lives and as well as in our marriages. And so what has helped you as a couple and what has helped you individually to experience more of Christ? Well, just thinking, because we always hear that term, right? More of Christ in Christmas, right? You know, like put the, put Christ back into Christmas. And that's a, it's a great comment. And so we were thinking, yeah, how about putting more of Christ or having more of Christ in our marriage? Mm-hmm. And so how, how that, what we, as we were thinking through this process and the conversation on it, it's just, well, of course, it has to start with more of Christ individually, right? In my own life. And so then we started thinking through, uh, just well, how does that happen, right? Because if, if we want more of Christ in in our personal lives, yeah, what's the next step? And so that leads us back to what we would call spiritual pathways, and it's a resource that we share with Family Life Canada and and uh, different marriage workshops that we uh, will present at. And so that is just the whole idea of just spending time with Jesus in a specific way that we are wired to connect with God. And I do want to share a little bit about. Uh, describe what spiritual pathways are yeah there are just different ways that we personally connect with god and it doesn't replace praying it doesn't replace reading our bible and connecting with god that way it's just adding Mm -hmm. another part into our lives that we really sense and feel god in Mm -hmm. and it causes us to grow yeah and uh, yeah and so i'm thinking if i the more I hang out with a certain person, well, probably I'd become more like that person, right? And so the same with, if I'm spending more time with Jesus, well, I'm experiencing more of him in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And becoming more like him, which will have a reflection or an mm-hmm. impact on the, our marriage relationship. And I think just for, for myself, an example of a spiritual pathway is the area of of worship. I just, I really connect with and draw closer to God in times of worship. And so that's just 
taking time to to sing songs uh, of worship to or even listening to worship mm-hmm. as well, whether on my own or participating in a, in a church service, right, with a congregation and, and together worshiping God. It's I just really sense God's presence that way, and so I'm just uh, that's one way that I connect with God. Mm-hmm. And I can I connect with God that way too. So mm-hmm. I'm doing worship together or leading worship together for Matt and I. That draws us closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. But one of my way, main ways of drawing closer to God is through nature. I really sense Jesus when I'm in the wild all by myself. And I grew up in the mountains. And so this was part of my childhood. And so I would spend a lot of time by myself just walking around in the forest and really, really had a a lot of deep conversations with the Lord over those years. And so I, every time I go back into nature, I sense Jesus there. And so this was definitely a spiritual pathway that helps me draw closer to Jesus. Thanks for sharing. And if, if our listeners are there and you haven't heard of the, the spiritual pathways and it's like, what are they talking about? <laughs> We're going to, let's do a podcast next week. Let, let's, let's unpack all seven. We teach from a, uh, from family life. We use seven narrowed down a little bit more of what Gary Thomas has in his book, sacred pathways, but let's do a podcast. Yeah, I think that's great. Next idea. week, unpack that a little bit because it, it's impacted our lives it tremendously to figure this out. Yeah. And, and, um, like I, I have a really hard time picking one thing. Um, and so for me, creation, definitely worship, definitely. And then also just studying God's word. Those are the ways that I connect most easily and freely with God. Mm. And there is something just so special about when you can meet with God and it just feels like that safe, comfortable place mm. where you're just so close and you can just feel his presence. It's such a gift to know that about ourselves and in our own spiritual journey. Like what does that for me? How do I connect with the Lord? And so it's, it's a really great thing. And thank you for sharing that and yeah, Yeah. getting that information out Mm. there. And it's interesting in our, in our story, we are so different on absolutely everything (laughs) in our life, except our spiritual pathways. It's actually the one thing that we share similar. Not every couple is that way. We know many couples that have different spiritual pathways or like their top ones. And this will all make sense more next week when we talk about it. But for us, it has been something that we've shared. What about, and so the two of you had the worship. Are are you similar in that way? Because you've shared before how you guys are different, just like we are. And do you are you similar in this, or is this also a difference that has shown itself in your marriage? Oh yeah. So yes. that the, yeah. the worship one is something that we have similar. But uh, so for jo- Josie, creation is another one, and so she just she grew up out in the boonies, and so she would go up and go for hikes and just enjoy her her time and just meeting with God and and just sense God's presence with her. And because one thing that we, we we would encourage couples to experiment with the different pathways and particularly look at your spouse's spiritual pathway and, and try that spiritual pathway out as well for yourself if it's something that you haven't tried. And so I, I remember I was challenged to like, yeah, I'm going to try the nature pathway here, like the creation pathway and, and do what Josie does, you know, because I haven't really connected with God that way. And so I I remember going up the mountain by myself to just connect with God. And I discovered it didn't work for me because all I could think of was I was going to get eaten by a bear or attacked by a bunch of coyotes. And uh, 
And so I was just so distracted by that thought. But I mean, I do, of course, I do enjoy nature and appreciate God's creation, but it's just not the same for me that way. Mm-hmm. So he just comes with me yeah, and I protect yeah. him from the bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very good of you, Josie. Yeah, And he cheers you <laughs> on like you cheer him on at disc golf. He cheers yeah, you exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Yeah. But it, yeah. And I think like we have been trying out some other different pathways, which I think we'll share a little bit later in the podcast, just uh, about yeah how we're doing that. So sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll look forward to hearing that. I love these. I love these cliffhangers, even in the middle of a podcast. Like it just has me all excited too. What have been some things then that have made it difficult, or or even like you know, gotten in the way of growing in your relationship with Christ? Generally, for me, what often happens is just being distracted. I. I have a, my mind, if I'm sure if somebody was able to look into my mind, it's just, it just would be chaos. I don't know what it is. There's just like all these bouncing thoughts all over the place. And I easily get so distracted. And and so busyness would be something that just oftentimes draws me away to get distracted. And so, so for example, well, yeah, like whether it's with work, uh, with just the things that are going on in the day, I, I just feel like I just, I don't have time right now to just have a quiet time or to just, just uh, meet with God. I, I have to get, jump right in and get things done. And, and so that's just how I tend to be wired. And so I have to remind myself like, no, it's going to be a lot more beneficial for me to just stop and just, it, just focus and just having, just spend some time with God and, and particularly in the, in the spiritual pathway of just spending time in worship and of course, we would say it's always foundational in the sense of reading God's word and praying as well, right? That that needs to be foundational. So that's something that mm-hmm. oftentimes happens for me that gets in the way of spending time with God. If I'm thinking um, about nature, we live in the city. And yeah. so it's hard to mm-hmm. kind of get out into nature at times. And so that's been a difficulty for me if, I, if I'm going to um, enjoy Jesus in that way. And so I've, I've had to be more disciplined in other uh, rhythms in my life to connect with Jesus in, in solitude or in different ways, because nature is a little bit more difficult at this, this point in our life. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm in nature, I enjoy it while, while I, while it's there and I'm, I'm able to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I was also thinking also like life can really kick you down at times. Yeah. And so through the journey, um, you know, I think of so many times in our marriage where life has just thrown us curveballs and that has really thrown me off. At different times. Yeah, so. different times. Um, being committed to a very disciplined, you know, way of connecting with God every day. Yeah. And, and I think one of the ways for us this last year, I mean, just uh, mm-hmm. real grief has been something that, like, that's one of those things that comes and just, uh, especially like the death of um, a couple of well, some family members this last year, uh, really, I, I would say it was, that was a curveball that uh, yeah. kind of knocks you off. And then, cause then it, there's um, a few things when you're navigating through grief, there's a part where you, you start questioning God, right. And like, and then, so then it makes you feel like, well, I don't want, I don't want to spend time with God right now. And you start wrestling with that. And cause, cause then you start asking those kind mm-hmm. of questions like well like god why did this happen and and i think it leads to maybe a sense of disappointment with mm-hmm. god right and and i think i know that god is 
I, I think he's able to handle the questions that we have for him in particularly in the sense when we are disappointed or or um, discouraged and so or wondering like where are you god in yeah. this situation like why did this happen you know, all those questions and i found in this last year really thrown off what rhythm that i had created in my life up to that yeah. this point and that threw me off and so you know learning at now like okay we need to then create new rhythms in our life to really press into jesus and continue that relationship with him yeah, that's so good. And thank you. Thank you for sharing. I know that can be hard when there's something that's a bit so painful to yeah. go through that sometimes we just, we don't even want to bring it up, but I want to thank you for sharing that. I know I can relate and I'm sure there's a lot of other people that can relate in those really painful times. It, we do have those questions. We do have those fears and it can be harder to connect with God and sometimes that desire to isn't there because like you said, maybe maybe we're doubting or we're angry with God or just not understanding mm-hmm. why this is happening mm-hmm. or or where he is. But that continuing to seek him, continuing to trust his character and that his promises, right? That that he's promised he's never going to leave us or forsake us. And even though it seems so dark, we can we can rest in him. And we can trust that he does have good plans. We just can't see it at the moment. And so thank you for sharing that. I was just wondering, as you're sharing, these are things that you're noticing. And then it's like, well, I don't want to go here. And then it leads to these questions. And you you talked about God's big enough to handle those questions. And he is. And yeah, I think that's even part of the process is being okay to ask God these questions and, and processing it with him as well. I was just wondering... Like one of the things that we love to do on marriage talk is also put some handles to these things and put some some things where it's like oh like like that's a tangible thing and I, and I understand that and and so I was just wondering like how did you so so you talked about noticing that you needed a new rhythm and noticing as you're going through these things there are some rhythms that needed to change could you bring us into a little bit of like how did you notice that you needed a new rhythm but then. And, and then the, the next part of that question would be, what did you do to create the new rhythm? Yeah, that's where, because uh, re-engaging with like the rhythms or the spiritual pathways that we have been foundational for us for for many years, we, we definitely did re-engage with those rhythms. So for example, like for worship it, and just, it, but it was, it took time to reconnect with that um, spiritual pathway for me personally. And then, one of the the new rhythm that we actually added in was it's a or spiritual pathway was just meeting in a small group studying god's word right together and it has and i think a big part of it was just that's been so beneficial for us is just having a community of of people that we're connecting with and it's been it actually has been just speaking life to me and just Mm -hmm. engaging in this opportunity uh with with friends well and new people that were just connecting with and, and building friendships with there, but there was a bit of a risk there. I mean, you're, 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 in, you're stepping out, you're going to be meeting with people that you don't know. And, and so it just had to, it took a commitment from both of us to say, yeah, well, let's do this together. And, and I think it's been really good for us. Uh, yeah. And I, <clears throat> I definitely agree with that. But one of the things that I've noticed when I, when we have gone through really difficult moments in our life, 
there's this tendency to isolate. Right. So we pull back and we're like, you know, I'm, I'm hurting. Um, I just don't want to be around people. And like Matt said, it was, you know, a risk. And that's why it was this risk. Okay. No, we actually need people in our life. We need to, we need to surround ourselves with people who love Jesus are on this journey to get to know him more. And that, yeah, it's been amazing, mm-hmm. you know, meeting new people and being a part of a group every week just to to study God's word. And because we've been part of groups before and and it just didn't really, I mean, you, you'd go and you, you learn some great things and you learn about God, as you're saying, through the Bible. But I was mentioning to Josie the last few times we've gone to our, our small group, it, it's just been just like a breath of fresh air where I, I actually have been experiencing mm-hmm. more of God in my life and just really feeling that I'm, I'm drawing closer to him through this opportunity, through this pathway. And so I was actually really surprised. Uh, and I think it's kind of part of that uh, the answer to prayer. You know, you go through these journeys and you're, hey, God, where are you? And then uh, he opens up these opportunities um, and we're just seeing that, you know, he is there. You know, he's never left us or forsaken us, like you said, Val. And um, yeah, it's been really good. Yeah. And so, and the neat thing that we've been enjoying about this is because thinking about the spiritual pathways, I mean, so we talked about it individually, where, boy, having more of Christ in our lives individually, that's that's the starting point. But then this has been a way that we've are experiencing more of Christ in our marriage because we're there together. It's something that we're, it's part of relationship with others as well. And, and so it's, and that, yeah. So we, we feel that it's been something that's been encouraging for us and helping us to grow in and, and allowing more of Christ in our marriage relationship this way. Yeah. Again, thank you for sharing just even just how you put in those new rhythms and what that's looked like. I wonder if we could just even back up a little bit and, and, and thank you for sharing kind of walking through grief and, and what that's done, but also what the spiritual pathways, how they have helped you through that. I was wondering, you know, sometimes just in our daily life and life can get busy and we can get, as you said, Matt, early on, get distracted and, and just th- those things happen. And and we can find ourselves kind of slowly drifting uh, away from our connection with God and, and those types of things, or, or feeling that, that, that close experience with him and, and those whatnot. But I was wondering, like, is there anything in your life that you notice where you're like, Oh, wow, I haven't leaned into my spiritual pathway in a while. Is there like certain things that begin to happen in your life or maybe you're less patient? Maybe you're like, like, that's what I'm like, anything like that take place when you notice like, Hey, wait a second. I really have been drifting in my connection with God or drawing close with him or just taking time with him. Is anything like that taking place? What does that look like in your life? For me personally, I, when I don't spend that time, I forget to then invite God into my life when struggle comes. So then I'm like, Oh, I'll just figure it out on my own. And it's usually not very successful. (laughs) You know, when I'm in that place where I'm remembering in the morning, like, hey, God, you're with me today. Then throughout the day that God is with me, then I'm coming back to him because it's that reminder. Okay, well, God, you're there helping me through this. I'm not by myself and I don't have to. I don't have the answer for everything, but you do. And so I'm going to ask you for your help. But if I'm not doing that, boy, I just I forget easily that Jesus is with me. 
And uh, for myself, if what I've noticed, I, I easily, I can get discouraged very easily if I'm not paying attention to my spiritual pathways and or just engaging. So if there's an event or something happens, I get discouraged about, or if, if there's a certain circumstance that comes up and and then, then generally what happens is that I get negative. I, I start, my mind immediately goes to the negative instead of just focusing on the positive. Hey, you know, because on the positive side, I, if I'm spending time in, in engaging and drawing closer to Jesus and having more of Christ in my life, it helps me to focus more on the positive. Like, hey, you know, I, I, I'm trusting God on this, right? But mm-hmm. when I'm not attentive to uh, just spending time with Jesus, yeah, it's easy to start thinking more negative. And so that's something I've noticed for myself. Yeah, completely. I can relate with both of you and just that that anxiety and the, I don't know, just that desire to to fix it ourselves or to just, for me, just think about it nonstop. And uh, yeah, it's just overwhelming. But yeah, when we can lay that at, at the feet of Jesus and, and rest and trust him and it's, yeah, it's a an amazing blessing mm. that the Lord has given us that we yeah. can carry all that to him. Yeah. I love your title with the couples conversation, more of Christ in your marriage. What have you experienced as you have introduced or welcomed more of Christ in your marriage and, and tried these pathways and, and have continued to develop in them? What have you found your marriage as you've yeah, experienced more of Christ in your marriage? What have you physically encountered or been part of well for my i i would say definitely there's the more patience and more grace towards one another and so there's uh i i find I, i'm less irritable and i think and that's a good thing you know because uh josie is a wonderful woman but but can you believe that sometimes i get irritated by some of the things she might do i and it's hard to believe it's so hard to believe. yeah um and <laughs> He has every reason to get irritable about things that I do too. So I would say just we do experience the ability to give more grace towards one another. And so that is something that's been helpful. But then we also see, because when you spend more time with Jesus, right, you, you do become more like him. And so part of that is just the work that he does in our lives, where it's just producing just love, joy, peace, just the fruit of the spirit right within us. And, and so that, that of course is going to have an impact in the marriage relationship. And so just that we have more love together, we have more joy together and can experience times of laughter and, and have peace in the relationship, which, mm-hmm. cause that, and that was a big one. Cause for us, like talking about conflict and and last week with you having more peace in our relationship. Oh, that yeah. has been just rewarding. Mm-hmm. And it really comes from having more of Christ in our lives. For me, it's trust. When I trust Jesus, I can trust Matt more. And I'm not sure exactly the connection between those two, but there's something in that for me. Like Jesus is the one that I ultimately trust for all circumstances. But because I trust him, I know that he's doing the work that needs to be done in our marriage and in in me and in Matt. And I can trust him with the outcome. And that is 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 given me a lot of peace and and motivation as well to continue to work um, on our marriage and continue to work on this relationship with him. Yeah, I love that both of you were talking about the fruit of the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And just that picture that God gave us in his word that it's fruit, 
right? It's produced by the tree. And there's that evidence of Christ in us, of the Holy Spirit in us. And it's not something that we we can fabricate or make on our own. It's an evidence of, of his presence and his work in our lives that these things grow in us and are a blessing to those around us and a blessing to us. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful picture of what a, a blessing, a blessing yeah. from the Lord when we are his and when he is ours. Mm-hmm. And what I hear in your answer as you were sharing is you're still having to deal with the difficulties. You're still having to go through the situations that life is, is handing you and that you're faced with, but there's just a different way of being able to look forward and handling the outcome. Even if it's not the way that we wanted or the way that we would have anticipated, we can have those trusts. We can have peace through the process with more of Christ in our lives individually, more of Christ in our lives, in our marriage. Like it's because we have more Christ doesn't mean we have less problems or doesn't mean that we won't go through things, but what it means, and this is what we have found too, is we just seem to be able to handle those things with more patience and with more grace and with each other and with the others that are involved. And, and yeah. And and so yeah, we still go through those things. And some of it's really hard and really painful and it, it's just not easy. Mm-hmm. Right. But we can go through them. Yes, and with Christ. With Christ. And it can it, it just makes such a difference as we walk through those things. The word that comes to me here is hope. It provides hope in our life. It provides hope in the situation. It provides hope with what we're walking through. And, you know... I think that's such a great thing, even as we're talking about Christmas, right? Like Jesus provided so much hope. Jesus came to this world. He he left his place in heaven to come and live as a man and, and then to die on the cross to um, to save us from our sins. If we're asking and we ask for those forgiveness, like there is so much hope in the Christmas story and there's so much hope in our lives when we can have more of Christ in our marriage and more of Christ in our lives. And so thank you so much for putting the couples conversation together. We really hope that the our listeners will engage. We're going to include a link to the this couples conversation and 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 the blog that's been written for it. And so we just want to thank you so much for uh, putting it together and we're excited to see it and watch it and and take part in it. And again, we just want to say thank you so much for joining us today, uh, joining us on Marriage Talk, being part of our conversation. It's been a lot of fun over the last two weeks getting to talk with you this way. Uh, So thank you so much for for joining us uh, here again today. Yeah, thanks again for having us. And you guys are doing a great job. We just love Mm -hmm. being part of the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, as always, we have some uh, processing questions for our listeners. Valerie, why don't you uh, throw them out today? Yeah, sure. So the first one is, what has helped you to grow in your relationship with Christ uh, individually and as a couple? What things have made it difficult or gotten in the way of growing in your relationship with Christ? And what is my tendency when I'm hurting? We just want to say thanks again for listening, and we will talk with you next week. Bye.